Ram Studio connected by AT&T. Welcome to Between the Horns. This is the official podcast of therams.com. I am Miles Simmons. I am joined by DeMarco Farr. DeFar, how are you doing? Ram it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You can ram it all night. No, yes. I'm just kidding. No. Yeah. Well, this is our new theme music. If you didn't yes. get it to hear it last week, now you hear it now. So we are here after the Rams have fallen now to 3-2 and two on the season, a 30-19 to 19 loss uh, to the uh, Buffalo Bills. What, what went wrong? Well, how much time do you have? <laughs> um, <laughs> we got well, an hour. You can start by who wasn't in uniform. Absolutely. Robert Quinn, Michael Brockers, William Hayes. Um, look, those guys, your front seven, they aren't just the strength of your defense. They're the strength of your team. Yes. And three of your best guys weren't there. So, I mean, if you're on the other side, if you're Rex Ryan, if you're LaShawn McCoy and Tyrod Taylor, and you don't have a good rushing day when their best guys are sitting on the bench in the street clothes, then – Something's wrong with you. So that's that's number one. Um, number two, you had your chances to win. You you had chances to win the game or at least stay in control, and uh, you let Buffalo get back in it, stay in it, and then ultimately win it. So um, entirely winnable game. You just didn't get it done at home, and now you're three and two. Yeah, and you know what? I think it. What you said is just absolutely right. It, it was an entirely winnable game, and mostly it was because. Rams turned the ball over in critical moments where they couldn't. And then Buffalo actually did a really good job of going down the field on one of those turnovers. And then obviously the other is a pick six. Those are two of the most critical plays in the game, in my opinion. 14 points off turnovers. I mean, it's 13, it's actually. 13, excuse because me. That's they, right. Yeah, the, blocked thank extra you. point. I love blocked Cam extra Thomas. points. Cam Thomas. Wow. I mean, look, they yeah. say a broken clock is right twice a day. What? A broken clock is right twice a day. What does that have to do with what we're it, talking I, about? Look, it was great. He blocked it. I mean, it oh, was, okay. he got his hand up and it just, <laughs> the ball hit his hand. You know, it was awesome. Um, no, but look, you, 14 points or 13 points off turnovers. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to overcome in the it National is. Football it League. It absolutely is. Um, pick sixes are just killers. They're absolute killers. So, uh, a lot to work on for this football team from that game going into Detroit. But there's a lot of positives, too, that you took a pretty good Baltimore team to the wire and you weren't at full strength. So there are some positives to take take away from that. I'm going to take a shot at you right now. Why? Because you just called them a Baltimore team. Did I say Baltimore? You said Baltimore. Baltimore Ravens? Did I just say Ravens of the Bills? You said you said you said you took Buffalo. a pretty more Excuse pretty good Baltimore pretty team good to the wire. Buffalo team <laughs> to the wire and 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 you were shorthanded. This so This must be what happens when you get older. Is that a CTE joke? No. Stop it. B, no. Buffalo, Baltimore. I think you're making jokes about me. I'm Buffalo and Rex Ryan age. and LaShawn McCoy. Jeez. Yeah. Tough day. I mean, look, uh, 18 carries, 150. Yeah, exactly. An eight-yard average. Woof. I mean, if that had happened, if those numbers had happened, if he had that sort of day when Brockers and Quinn and Hayes are in the game, this show is different. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Yes, A whole yes, lot yes, different. yes, 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 yes. Those, yes. Sh- th- those numbers are entirely understandable when you consider what was in front of him. They're understandable to a point, right? I mean, you still got to play better run defense than that. You can't let, and and I don't want to say that this is all because they didn't have those three guys, because I think that at the second level, you got to make some tackles too, because we saw some missed tackles from number 52, 26, 59, you know, those guys, I think they would tell you they've got to play better and they've got to step up and do a better job. Absolutely. I mean, fundamentally speaking, I mean, missed tackles, we talked about it. Um, You know, Shady McCoy is is tougher than people give him credit for. Absolutely. They think he's a speed back. He's elusive. He's very elusive, but he can also break tackles, uh, especially on an angle. So there were some guys that missed and you put the secondary at risk and it's 
I gave them a whole lot of credit for getting him on the ground mm -hmm. without scoring with the numbers that you gave up. That's impressive. Sure, so, yeah. 18, 150, and he didn't score. So uh, that is good tackling out of your safeties and your, your, your last resort type players. But for the most part, he cannot break into your secondary that fast. No, he you can't. You won't have a chance. Right, exactly. I mean, that's what happened on the 53-yard run. I mean, you, you say 18 for 150. Okay, great. And that a lot of that obviously is a 53-yard run. But even if you take away the 53-yard run, that's still 17 still for day. 97. <laughs> that's still a great that's day. Not, that's not acceptable yeah. run defense. And Fisher said that. Players said that. Again, they've, they've got to shore that up. Yeah, uh, Tyrod Taylor. Um, oh, man. He, oh. I mean, the first drive, I Oof. think, uh, the first drive kind of showed you what type of game it was going to be. What are you is doing? Is that my phone talking that's your to me? Phone oh my God, is that you? a fine? What? Yes. Oh, that's a fine. That I'm sorry. Definitely a fine. I'll pay you. I'm so oh sorry. Oh my goodness. Um, see, <laughs> guys, listening to the podcast right now. See, this is the funny thing about podcasts. It happens. <laughs> like, if if this were just a regular video, like I would be, I, we would stop. Everybody would be really embarrassed. Oh my God! We'd probably How much do I start owe you? again. How much do I owe you? Um, I'm sorry. I don't know, but that is definitely a. That fine. is a product of concussions there. Because <laughs> if I don't have GPS, I'm lost. So I forgot to <laughs> turn it off when I walked in the room. Yeah, that's that's something I just don't worry about. But I mean, Tyrod Taylor, yes. that first drive, especially the touchdown pass where he tried to scramble or he tried to run, stop, scrambled, moved mm -hmm. around, yeah. bought time through a touchdown pass. Well, that doesn't happen when you when you're at full strength. It doesn't. You're yeah. right because you have Robert Quinn and Robert Quinn is there. You don't get uh, you, you you barely get one pump with Robert Quinn. Yeah. I mean, you definitely don't get 5 or 6 seconds to throw the ball. Yeah. Or 5 or 6 pumps. Pump fake. <laughs> See? Where's his mind right now? Oh my god, I can't talk football. Pumps. Anyway, go ahead. Pump fake. Forget the Ramit thing. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just totally derailed the podcast. But you were talking about uh, Tyrod Taylor, and to yeah. me, it, the, the biggest thing with Tyrod Taylor was you have third and 19, uh. right? It's the first drive. You already have given up a 15-yard run to LaShawn McCoy. Then right. you got it back because Tyrod Taylor decided to line up behind the guard instead happens. of the center. Happens to us all. Does it? Does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you ever walk to the wrong car in the parking lot? Oh, yeah, I actually. It happens, that. right? Okay, so okay, that's fair. You. All right, fine. But, <laughs> and you know what's really funny? So, like, I, I, you brought this up, and now it's just on my mind. But I drive a GTI. I love my car. It's a great car. Yeah. I went into the parking lot of wherever I was the other day, and I, like, was very convinced that this Nissan Altima was my car. And like I was go I literally I was walking an right toward and a GTI? it. I know I don't it must They're have been because close. I know and I don't really understand and why you I did give that. give me CTE jokes. I did not give Okay. Okay, look, first of all you let's back up for a problems. second. You got I mean those cars look nothing alike. I know. I don't know what happened to me there. But okay. first of all, I want to make it very clear. I'm not making CTE jokes. Okay. I'm making concussion jokes. I was making an age joke. Oh, oh, well you mean my brain is going? No, I just mean that because you're old, things... That I can't remember stuff? Yes. Okay, you that's can't get a, out of it. That's that's a well, concussion CTE old man joke. No. That's okay. All right. I didn't walk to the wrong car, especially a different model. That looks nothing like right, my car. Right, I know. But anyway, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> so we're talking about Tyrod Taylor. Yes. And the, the simple fact of when you have a third and 19, right, you've got to be able to stop that. Well, okay, remember where he broke on the play to pick up the first down, right? Yes. I mean, he stepped up into the pocket. He did, he did, he the did. The problem is you got two B-gap rushers, two guys that went to the outside of the guards they were on, uh -huh. which opened up the middle like the Red Sea, and yes, any quarterback. Blaine Gabbard did it. We he did. Won. Yes, He's he going to take off and run. Now, I mean, if... Michael Brockers is out there with Aaron Donald. 
you know what Aaron Donald is going to do, and you know where your place is on the D-line, D especially in a pass rush. Yes. You're not going to have a guy void a gap like that. Mm -hmm. So that could go back to who wasn't there right. versus who was in the game. Well, but then you also have, you know, at the second level, Alec Ogletree's got to make that play. Yeah, man. I, we talked about him earlier going into the game um, where you have to be all at the same speed to stop Shady McCoy because he can make three guys miss on one move. Yeah. And – I think I said, I don't need big hits out of him. I just need tackles. Right. Just get the guy on the yeah. ground. But you knew any middle linebacker versus McCoy versus Tyrod Taylor, especially versus, you know, LaShawn McCoy, you're going to have problems bringing, bringing him down. Every middle linebacker Absolutely, yeah. has problems. That's, with that. And that's why he's right. an elite running back in right. this league. And, I, I mean, I, we can say that. I, I really, truly believe that he is one of the elite running backs in the league. It's tough enough to stop him, but when there's gaping holes and Shady McCoy has – options to the left and the right and yeah. a blocker in front. It's kind of tough to be a middle, a middle backer. It is. It absolutely yeah. is. And so because of that, because you had the running attack that uh, Buffalo had because Tyrod Taylor is accurate enough to make plays when he's got to make them, especially in the red zone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that sort of is what leads to, I, I guess, the offense needing to execute plays and then they don't execute plays when they get down into the scoring zone. Yeah, it's frustrating when you drive the length of the field and you come away with three points or nothing. I mean, it's just demoralizing. I, I As an offense, I, I bet that's got to be embarrassing when you drive the length and you can't get the touchdown. Right. But as a defense, when you need it, when you're shorthanded and you need points to stay ahead because it could change their game plan on the other side right. and it doesn't happen, it, it can make you get down on yourself. Um, I don't think that happened at all, but sure. – um, it does get frustrating when, when you can't get touchdowns, when you come away with three instead of seven. Well, and I think it's especially frustrating because if you look at these numbers, it looks like the Rams really had good control of the game, right? I mean, they had their highest offensive output, 345 yards of total yardage, 23 first downs, 35-34 uh, in time of possession, right? You, those are the kinds of numbers. Those are winning you, numbers. They are winning numbers. Yeah. Fisher said that, and so you expect to win if you have those, but then turnovers – are what kill you, and right. that's where you know the Rams are right now. More evidence that turnovers are the fastest thing to kill you in a, in the professional leagues. Yes. I mean, yeah, you turn the ball over, especially you give them a touchdown. It just doesn't happen. Um, I thought Todd Gurley played a great game. Yeah, at 23 carries, like you said, I think those 23 carries and they ran the ball 29 times. That all adds up to a time of possession advantage. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the creases are going to come for him. It's right. just it's just not happening now. Every defense is still geared to stop you. Exactly. Period. And uh, you still have to pass your way out of a loaded box. And I, I think we were saying this last week, you know, the, the Rams are still kind of in prove-it mode. And yeah. until they prove... In the passing game. Yes, yes, in the yeah. passing game. And so until they prove that they can be really effective in the passing game, I mean, then these creases are not really going to necessarily be there for Todd Gurley. I thought there were a little bit more there for him last week against Buffalo than there had been sort of in the past. But, again, they're in a situation where you've got to prove it through the air before things are really going to open up for Who's the Who's the number one receiver on the Rams right now? Kenny Britt. That's your number one guy? Yes, absolutely. You sure? Well, yeah. I'm just – I'm asking because I don't know. It, it seems to really? change. Okay. It seems to change a little bit depending on situation and who they call the play for. But – I mean, I, I bet if you ask that question in the receiver room, you get three different hands. You might. Which is the way it's supposed to go anyway. It's supposed to be competitive. Okay, but, fair. Um, I, I'm not sure who the go-to guy is on this football okay. team when you need a play. It was Kenny Britt a couple of weeks ago, uh, a big third and seven. They needed mm -hmm. to have it. They fit the ball in. That yeah. was great. Um, I would stay with that if I could, but 
you know, imagine defensively when there's not one guy out there that concerns you. Sure. Uh, you have a chance to spread the field and take everything away. Right. And force that quarterback to make a play. Force Case Keenum to make a play. So I think that's still going to be the game plan until Case Keenum makes him pay. Yes. Until the Rams offense makes him pay. Right. And, and we've seen some signs of them being able to do that. But then, you know, you have the two steps forward and then the one step, one and a half steps, maybe even two steps back yeah. with the thing Lee that Roger the pick six. alone. He didn't mean the false start. I'm just kidding. Oh, well, I didn't say I'm I didn't kidding. mention anything about the saying, offensive line yet. Around. I didn't yeah. get there yet. That's my guy though. You got you got ahead of me. That's okay. That's my guy. I mean, look, I mean, mistakes what you can't have on long drives are mistakes that move you either out of scoring range or out of a chance to run the football three times with right. Todd Gurley around the goal line. Yes. You give him three cracks at the goal line, he's gonna get in. Mm-hmm. That's the way I say. But if you move him back, then that changes everything up. You're gonna have to pass make up the yardage, and then you may only have one or two carries from that. Well, this is a a situation, I'm glad you bring that up, because when the Rams had a chance to get a turnover, remember when Alec Ogletree tipped that pass Mm -hmm. up and it goes way, way up in the air? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then they don't come down with it. If they do come down with it, you're probably first and goal at the three, right? And then, like you just said, you get Todd Gurley three shots at the goal line, maybe even four. Because right. you've got to believe from that distance he's going to get in. That's where these turnovers really, really are critical. Because if you are minus two in the, excuse me, minus three, they ended up in the turnover margin, yeah, yeah. and you don't get one, that's what's really going to set you back. If you can't do it there, then special teams has to step up. Either right. return or get the ball out or something like that has to happen. But, you know, it didn't. Um, you know, and I, I don't mind the fake punt at the end of the game either. I know he's, Jeff Fisher's catching a lot of hell for that, but. What choice did you have? I don't that, know that at, you at, had much. Yeah, I mean, either leave your offense out there and try to pick up the first down there, right. or you're not really going to punt the ball in that situation. No. Yeah. I, I think everybody in the stadium was sort of like, all right, this is going to be a fake punt. I, at least so, I was. So did the guys on the other side of the Exactly. Field. And yeah. you know what? It's funny because Fisher was talking about this early in the week last week that Buffalo is really good at special teams, mm-hmm. and they do a really good job, and they focus on it. And so – that's what makes this tough going up against a team like that. It's going to be hard to execute that because they're going to be ready for something. Absolutely. You know? If you and I are ready for it, then I'm sure as heck that Rex Ryan is going to have his team ready for if you, it. If you're a special teams coach getting ready to play a Jeff Fisher-led football team and you don't practice for fakes, punts, and field yeah. goals, then you should be fired. Right. How many times has he done it? 32 times uh, A lot, yes. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's you're, up there. You're yeah. going to be talking about everything they do. So even with that, uh, if if one guy doesn't, break off his attack and not go with the gunner and stay there and make the tackle on Bradley Marquez, you probably pick up the first down on a fake. Maybe. And then it's a completely different narrative right it now. It is. Yeah. But that's not what happened. No. He got <laughs> tackled. I mean, look, when it was obvious as soon as the punt team came up, came on, they're going to have to fake it here. Yeah. They're going to have to fake it. Buffalo made the play. You did not. And then, you know, it's, it's all bad from there. But, yeah, you had your shot. I thought your shot on offense was actually the play before. Was it a third and eight? Uh, third, no, it was third and five. Third and five. You took a shot to Lance Kendricks, mm-hmm. incomplete, and that brings up fourth down. Yes. On that play, you've got to make it. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to complete that pass it, and yeah. at least give yourself a chance on fourth and one or right. pick up the first down there. Well, that's and that's exactly the thing. That's what the Rams have got to get better at is converting third downs. We've mm-hmm. been saying this for a really long time. I mean, there were four of 12 in third down efficiency on Sunday against Buffalo. That goes down from what they had been doing uh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, against Tampa Bay, they were better. Against Arizona, they were better at keeping those things and sustaining drives. And I think even though the Rams were able to sustain some drives, you don't do that 
that without, excuse me, you don't get to 345 yards and 23 first downs without sustaining drives. Right. In those critical situations, in those third downs that you got to have, you got to have. No doubt. You know, we spent a whole offseason talking about the impact of Tyler Higby. Yes. What we thought it would be a red yes. zone or just sustaining drives. Yes. Haven't seen that guy yet. Not yet. I'm still waiting on that guy to yeah. show up. You're going to get another fine. I know. My God. <laughs> Stop. Oh, let me turn this thing off. I'm trying to be cool about it, too. It's not working. <laughs> let me turn this thing off. Sorry yeah, about that. Okay, funny. No, it's fine. It's funny because I know that people can hear the vibrations, so I just wanted to make sure that they knew that it was Thank your you. phone Thank and not mine. Thank you very mine. much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you got fined twice for a phone oh right now. Oh, my God. How much? What's going on? Never mind. No. We'll anyway. Ask it, we'll ask the people on Twitter. Twitter people, how <sighs> much do you think DeMarco should be fined for his phone going off two times? And that's never happened in a meeting. No. That's never happened. It has not happened in the last two weeks that we've done this. It's not. It's just, we are it's, going to London from Detroit, so things are a little jumbled. They are really jumbled this yeah, week. Yeah, so this yeah, is. We'll talk this, more about that later. This is that, I'm sure that's anyway, why. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. All right, so, but you know what? Going back to this 23 first downs thing. Yeah. The, the, and the fact that the Rams were able to kind of move the ball. This is the first time that the Rams have gotten over 20 first downs in a game this year. Right? You realize that? I do. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to feel about that. Right. I'm happy, but I mean, it's well, been. It's You're five games in. Right. Yeah. And the last time that they did this, they only were able to get more than 20 first downs last year one time, and that was in week 17 against San Francisco. Wow. So you have to go back even further. You go back to 23 first downs. Last time they got that, that was week 16 against the Giants in 2014. Really? Yeah. Wow. And the last time they won getting more than 20 first downs, or 20 or more first downs, was week two of the 2014 season. So they lost those games when they had 20 or more first downs? Yes. Wow. Isn't that interesting? That, that's I don't know. Crazy. I don't really know what that means. But, like, Maybe yeah, the last the... time they got 20 first downs and one was, like, the legend of Austin Davis to Austin Pettis. Oh, my Pettis. God. Maybe at a two-minute drill. You can pick up first downs yeah. easier when they're giving it to you. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But, wow, that is shocking. Um, football, weird stats. It right? is. Yeah, yeah that, that is a very weird stat. And, I yeah. it, obviously, you know, you don't want to say, oh, well, I guess they need to get fewer than 24 times to win. Because, like, no, that's not really the way football works. No, no. I mean, <laughs> you, you get as many first downs as needed. Absolutely. But, I mean, I think if you're 20, 20 plus, that's a pretty good offensive day no matter what. Especially if you're playing defense the way they can play defense. So, um, wow, I mean, so are we saying that's the best offensive performance to date? It, it's been a while. I can't call it the best when you're I can't either. one for when, four in, in the red zone. And then you also lose. And you threw a pick six. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting, you know, you, you move the ball. Yeah. But again, the, they come back to the turnovers. So, I mean, let's talk a little bit about this pick six. What, what did you notice when you watched it on film? Um, well, it looked like he read the route. It looked, yes. it looked like he was in Pharaoh Cooper's hip pocket and in Case Keenum's mind. Um, <laughs> he read the route early and ran the route for the receiver and beat him to the spot right. and then picked it off. So um, that's one of those things maybe if, if you can smell it coming as a quarterback, and, I mean, we're talking elite guys, uh, maybe you come off that route right. go someplace else or, or maybe you, you change it up and be a little more deceptive in the route and in the pass. But um, – there's not much you can do. Right. Yeah, there's not much you can do Except there. not throw the ball. Except not but throw the ball, scramble. I mean, mm. but we're, we're asking elite guys. Um, Tom Brady throws picks. Peyton Manning throws picks mm -hmm. on those same routes uh, if they're telegraphed. So maybe disguise the route a little bit better. 
And if you do throw the pick, try to find a way to get the guy on the ground. Yeah, I know. That's asking a lot. It but is. In that corner of the field, that side of the field, when you're throwing a football that far, once he gets it, if he gets his hands on it, it's going back. Exactly. I mean, that's what you're, that's what you're dealing with. Opposite hash to opposite sideline, and he's running an out route, and that ball is – it's, it's hard to complete that throw generally. But when – and I think that the Rams had done a few out routes – so in, in that sure over the course of the game, right. Yeah. And so when you sort of have that in your mind as a receiver, or excuse me, as a cornerback, it's maybe a little bit easier to read what the receiver is going to do because, of course, they had one guy, and I can't remember if it was Kenny Britt, Brian Quick, or whoever it was, but one guy's running up the field basically nine route, right? Mm -hmm. And then you're clearing out some space. Maybe you get a little bit of a rub once Farrell Cooper's trying to go onto that yeah, out. Yeah. And that's how you try to get that separation and then deliver the ball. It just right. didn't work out that way because the cornerback makes a really good play. Great place. Uh, AFC uh, Defensive Player of the yeah, Week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had a hell of a game. Two picks. Yeah. Um, I thought Lorenzo Alexander would have been my Player of the Week. Yeah. Yeah, he was all over the place. He was. But, I mean, great play. You know, it was like, as a pro, you almost feel sorry for rookies when you're playing against them because they don't know what they don't know mm -hmm. they're telling you everything they're giving away the entire game mm -hmm. plan just by their body language how they set yada 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 yeah and you're just picking these guys apart that's all experience it may not be you're better than him right he just doesn't know anything yet the next time you see him two or three years down the road he's going to be better Farrell cooper is going to be better right yeah. he's going to be better his next time out, yeah no doubt I, I don't i don't have any doubt about Farrell cooper yeah. that's interesting what you say about rookies giving things away so oh, like when you were they when, give everything away like what like as a lineman what would you rookies give away uh, as a d tackle yeah they give away runner pass like that just by how they break the huddle uh -huh. their stance what they're looking at yeah if they're talking to the guy next to them or not <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things that veterans don't do or veterans try to hide to right. trick you they're not doing because they don't know yet yeah you know so it's easier to play against a rookie like that same thing with a i bet a experienced corner versus a rookie receiver oh right. this is an out this is a deep out mm, mm -hmm. wow i know where you're going to be i know where you're going before you get there yeah. i'm going to beat you to the spot uh, i'm not going to tell you that i know where you're going and right. i'm damn sure not going to tell the guy throwing the football <laughs> until he releases it and then right. boom exactly it's going back right yeah. yeah well and then that's what happens um yeah. you know Cockerly fumbled twice. That seemed yeah, weird and rare. Unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah, unacceptable. He knows it. Um, you know, there was a, a nice little mini debate going on, and because when Tavon Austin takes true rush attempts from mm -hmm. the running back spot, some of those plays look good. Yes. Yeah, I mean, they gashed him a little bit. Yeah, they, they did. Look, they looked different than when Todd was You know what I especially yeah. liked? I liked when they had um, everybody split out wide, and then they brought they changed the formation. Kind of like a Hugh Jackson type deal, you uh -huh. know, where they'll bring the guy into the backfield. They brought Tavon Austin into the backfield. I can't remember if it was single back or I formation yeah, with yeah. Corey Harkey in front of him. And then that's when you run the Tavon Austin out of the backfield. Yeah. Because you're not necessarily expecting that when the personnel comes out of the huddle and then they go out, out wide, it, the, just to bring him back into the backfield like that. I thought that was a nice change it's, up. It's a good wrinkle. Yeah. It, it definitely keeps the defense off balance, but the run game looked a little bit different. So um, it, it's not just the O-line. I, I know people like to blame the O-line for Todd Gurley not exactly getting off, sure. but uh, putting the ball on the ground, um, maybe some things that they all could work on to get the run game going. Right. Yeah. I think it's a combination of a lot of things. You know, no it, And it's... And players sometimes say this, that whenever you have these kinds of negative plays, a lot of what happens is there, there could be four guys along the line doing something right, or five guys if you count the tight ends. And then there's the one guy that gets beat, and then that's what blows it up. Right. And if that's the case, then 
you, you just got to get everybody going at the same rate at the same time. And that's what will eventually lead to things being successful. I think there, there was a play where um, it looked like Todd Gurley was trying to go outside for a stretch. Mm-hmm. And I wish I could remember exactly what this play was. But the blocking to me, when, you, when the snap got off, you could see on the all 22 that's behind them, everybody's stepping in. So it looks like they're stepping to block inside run or inside zones. There was a mistake, maybe? I don't know what the okay. mistake was. Is that was. the five-yard loss? It was either either like going a, left. Yeah, yeah, it was going left. I think you know I, what I'm I talking think, about. I think the, yeah, that, I think it was a five-yard loss. Plus they had a hold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And that's that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. I, it seems like one guy may not be doing the right thing, and everybody else might be because if you look at that, that play looked like to me there was a hole developing in the a gap mm-hmm. right so if you're going to the two hole or the three hole yeah, yeah. you, you got to get there right, right. and not just try to stretch this thing outside and I, again i don't know exactly that that's what was supposed to happen but mm-hmm. at least to me when i watch it on film it looks like guys are stepping inside as opposed to stepping to reach block yeah there i mean there's obviously a disconnect there because the running game hasn't really exploded like we thought it would but i mean the one thing you can say that's a positive is the 23 carries. Yes. I mean, you are controlling the clock, and it that bears out in time of possession. Um, 72 yards and a touchdown, that's not bad. You'd like more. Right. Yeah, definitely when the other guy on the other side is putting up a buck 50 on your guys. So you'd like more. I still think it's going to come. I still think it's going to evolve over time, and then you'll start to see a more explosive run game at some point with Todd Gurley. It's just it's not there yet. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, as we sort of start turning it to this week, um, we may see some of these guys back on the defensive line. That's good. Um, Fisher said on Tuesday after practice that they got some guys back in the walkthrough. They will see how things go. But one guy we are probably not going to see is Trumaine Johnson, wow. and that is going to be a pretty significant loss, at least. what he's, Fisher said he's week to week. You know, the reports are out there that it may be a couple weeks, and so we might not see True Johnson back until after the bye. Wow. I mean, one of your better defenders, one of your better players. Oh, absolutely. Having a fantastic season. Yes. Uh, even the season before was was great. Um, deserves all the money they're paying him. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and probably more. He's going to earn a, uh, a big deal after this year if he comes back and, and plays as well. Um, now, there's not a big receiver in Detroit. For him to match up with, right? Golden Tate is always a problem. He is a problem. He would be a problem for Tremaine too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a small, quick, compact type guy. Um, so whoever's over top of him is going to have a long day. Right. No so doubt. right now, you know, Fisher said that he can he can sleep well at night knowing that EJ Gaines is back and playing well. So that's yeah. one. Troy Hill looks like right now he's going to be the corner that would line up opposite uh, EJ Gaines. Mm-hmm. You know, if game starts tomorrow and game is on Sunday, so right. it's, I, I think we can project that out, and I think that will be the case. Um, but they also picked up uh, Dwayne Gratz off waivers out of Jacksonville. He's a 2013 third-round pick out of uh, University of Connecticut. Fisher seems really excited about him. And, mm-hmm. you know, anytime you pick up a guy off waivers, it's going to take him a little bit of time to get integrated into the system. But yeah. at least you've got another body there. True. Uh, big body. Yes. Um, yeah. 5'11", 200-pound guy. Yes. Yeah, that's a big corner. Mm-hmm. Um, I like big corners, especially the way the Rams use their corners mm-hmm. here. Um, you have to be able to play the run. Um, I'm assuming a guy that big, that's a third rounder. Doesn't shy away from contact, well. right, yeah. I hope. So, yeah, another body's going to help. Um, but you know Matt Stafford and Detroit is going to test you. Yes, absolutely. They're going to test that other corner. They're going to test EJ. Yeah. After last Sunday. They're going to come after him, too. So, um, 
like we said, the, the best way to stop a passing game is pressure. Yeah. So you, you hope you have your best pass rushers on the field to get after Stafford. If not, like you said, it could be a long day. This guy can make every throw. He can. Every throw he on the sure field. sure can. Yeah, and, and he can get it there in a blink. Yeah. All right, so before we really turn it to the Detroit Lions, let's sort of reset here. You're listening to the Between the Horns podcast, official podcast of therams.com. We're glad you found us, whether it's through the Rams website, SoundCloud, or iTunes. Be sure if you like what you hear to let us know. Give us some feedback via Twitter or leave us a review on iTunes. I'm praying so, your phone vibrates. It's not. Yeah. It's not going to. I'm praying your phone I've rings. got the little moon thing. I'm so praying. Something happens. No, the, l- the somebody, little moon. Somebody walks in and just ruins this because well, I can't first, be the only guy with a phone. First of all, off. you're assuming that somebody likes me enough to text me <laughs> in the middle of Wait, this. Wait, we talk all the time. I text you. Yeah, yeah. you do. And yeah. you're right here. That's true. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Right. Let me send you a text right now. Yeah, okay. Shit, That'll Miles. be really good. All right. So let, let's let's talk about the Lions. Uh, they're right now they're two and three. I think yeah. they're still a very dangerous team, particularly because of what you were sort of just talking about right there. They've got an explosive offense. What else scares you about Detroit? Well, they can run the ball, man. Um, look, Matt Stafford gets all the ink. Um, you usually talk about him first, but Detroit can run the ball, and they're going to try. Yeah. Uh, that's number one. They, they can get after the passer, too. Pretty good they pass can. rush up there. Um, not the greatest defense when you look at just stats, uh, but situational football, like you said, they're pretty good at getting after quarterbacks. Um, things that hurt the Rams, they're pretty good at. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of evens out once you get up there. So, yeah, I, I feel the same way I felt about Buffalo. It's, it's winnable for the Rams. But you have to play great football on both sides. And you have to play mistake-free football to give yourself a chance to win. Right. And I think that's where the Rams are right now in general. You've you got to play clean. You cannot yeah. turn the ball over. You can't go up there and, and mess around and throw pick sixes and do things like that and have fumbles with your best offensive player. Like, that's just that, – that's not a winning formula no matter how well you run the ball. And, again, we, we just saw that. But – I think one of the things that we're definitely going to see out of these guys is them trying to get the ball to Marvin Jones. It's coming. Yeah, because, you know, he's the number one wide receiver right now in terms of yardage. I had no idea. Yeah, 519 yards. He's edging out uh, former teammate A.J. Green. He's their number one receiver or number one in the league? He's number one in the league, sir. Even over Julio Jones, yeah, over Julio Jones, who just two, had a 300-yard day? He's got two more than two more yards than Julio oh, Jones. Oh, come on. Oh, two more yards? Two more yards. The numbers say he's number one. By two yards. Yeah, by one yard over A.J. Green. Who's the best receiver in the National Football League? Right now? Yes. Julio Jones. Okay, thank you. Okay. (laughs) I mean, he just had a 300-yard game. I just want to know if we're sane or not. You just said. We are on Earth. Yeah, well, but, I mean, the numbers are the numbers. I did not know that, though. You're right. That's true. That's that's pretty good, isn't it? That is really good. All right, but he also had a a 200-yard game a couple weeks ago against Uh the Green Bay Packers, and the Green Bay Packers are playing really good defense. Yeah. Sam Shields out still? Their corner? Best corner? I think he might be out still um, in yeah. Green Bay. Okay, well that makes sense. Well, then yeah. that's yeah, but that's why. Okay. But I'm just saying, you know, like, give give the man his props. I do. I I I, I gave him his props. <laughs> I did. I did not know he was leading the league in receiving yards. Well, now I you was know. surprised it wouldn't be Julio Jones after a 12 catch, 300 yard day. Oh, he's also a blitz. I mean, with Marvin Jones, he's also getting chunk yardage. You know. Yes. You know what? Guess what? He is. Uh, res- yard- why don't you just tell me instead of me guessing? You because got it all it's right more there. Fun. I do. Go ahead. <laughs> Getting junk yardage, too, as I read directly from my notes. He's number five at 19.2 yards per reception. 19, almost 20 yards a yeah. catch. Do you, know who knows, do you know who's number six? In yards per catch? Yeah. Tavon? No. Britt? No. Quick? Yes. Boom. So- I knew. <laughs> 
Yes. Yeah. On how many catches? Uh, I'm not sure. That's the I, thing, that's, right? That's what I should have known. Right. I should have written that down. So but he's can, at 18 and a half yards per reception. So you could almost lead the league. And you in didn't yard. roast me about him today. I did. So I, you could almost lead the league in yards per catch and drops. That's amazing. Oh man, woo! No, it's amazing. That's it's true. Like I said, right. it averages out to a C. Eventually, once you start to sew up those drops, yeah, and then add that, yes, you, you got a superstar. Being really, it. really good. Yeah. And, and you know, let's shout out to Kenny Britt again, who is on still on pace for 1,000 yard season after catching um, five receptions for 75 yards. Yeah, he may not be everyone's idea of a number one receiver, but he could be perfect for what they need. Well, that's what I that's why I said earlier. You asked me who the number one receiver is. Mm-hmm. It's that guy. He's big he's 20th in the league right now in yards receiving. Yeah, big physical guy and not afraid to block. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, anyway, but getting getting back to the Lions, um, they they've had a lot of injury problems so mm-hmm. far this year. They Haloti not has been out. Uh, Levy, their linebacker, he's been out. Ziggy Ansah has been out. That's a big out. miss. Yeah. yeah. Levy being out, that's huge. It is. And, and yeah. so is Ansah, really. Because if you remember that game yeah, uh, last year, yes. he a problem. had a sack. <laughs> he's a huge problem. He's a problem. So yeah. that's, you know, a boon, I guess you could say, for the Rams being with the, all three of those guys out. Because those are huge defensive contributors. Maybe you'll get lucky like Balt- like Baltimore, like Buffalo. Ah. Game, and your best pass rushers aren't Why do you want to do that? I don't know. I, why is Baltimore on my brain right now? I don't know. Now? I have no idea. Want some crab cakes? Joe Flacco? Why is Flacco on my brain? Is he elite? Is Joe Flacco elite? I'm not even getting into that. Chicken or the egg? See? That's how's that chicken or the egg? Because it's it, is Joe. What is your what is your definition of elite? Oh boy, I See? my definition of elite is so weird. Do you believe in clutch? Yeah. Okay. So do I. Yeah. S- some people don't. It's you can't ever like argue the other <laughs> side down. Is Joe Flacco elite? Does he have a ring? Yes. yes. That puts him in rarefied company. Does that? I make would him say elite? that's elite. Ooh. I would but say I that's elite. I you have your outliers, but only the best quarterbacks that play this game actually win Super Bowls. <laughs> Trent Dilfer? I said you have your outliers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you have your outliers. <laughs> I kind of think Joe Flacco's an outlier. I don't know. You're just mad because he beats Cleveland. Well, I, nonstop. All right, that that's that's one thing, but that's we don't have, we don't have you. to get my philosophy on the Ravens organization. I'm, what is your definition of elite? I I think you've got to be a top four or five quarterback. Meaning what? Passer rating, yards, touchdowns. Mm, gosh, it's being able to lead your team to success. It's it's being able to throw accurately, being able to bring your team back in the fourth quarter if they need it. Yeah. Like when when I look at Tom Brady. And I remember the, um, the, do you remember the game last year? It was a Sunday night game, and they were facing Denver. I think Brock Osweiler, it was his first or second okay. start, whatever. And the, the Broncos, they either gone down, they kicked a field goal, whatever, and they'd just taken the lead or something. And Tom Brady had like 45 seconds to go down the field, get them in position to kick a field goal or maybe go win it with a touchdown. And I thought, there's no way Tom Brady is not going to get these guys in First position mistake. to win. What? First mistake is saying that when Tom Brady's taking the field. Oh, there's well, no he, way he can get the ball down the field. Okay. No, I'm saying Did there's he prove no me way. Wrong? He, no, I said oh. there's no way he's not. Going oh, to do I'm it. sorry. I thought you yeah. meant there's no way he's getting it down oh, the field. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So I'm so I'm saying like that if that's the per, that's what I think of as an elite quarterback. I, I'm with you. I, th- there's three numbers I look for. It's how many attempts, your completion percentage, and t- touchdowns versus picks. Yeah. Um, yards vary. Yeah. The yards always vary, yeah. but your completion percentage high. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your touchdown to interception ratio has to be like your touchdowns have to be way up here and less than 10 picks. Oh yeah. To me, that makes you elite and do it for multiple years in a row. Yes. Yeah. Not just the one Aaron, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick 
I'm trying to get paid here. Yeah. Should I mean, still consistently. Be trying to get paid? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get paid. I'm trying to steal, basically. Oh, goodness. Come I'm on. Trying to How many picks has he thrown so far? A lot. How he much do they pay him? six in one game. Yeah. <laughs> he throw, no, he throws picks like I throw picks in Madden. Right. Just all over the place, right? Okay. Right. That's not good. I'm really not good at yeah, Madden. Yeah. So anymore. there, Ryan Fitzpatrick, not elite. Flacco is no. to me. How about that? Why is, but why is Flacco elite? Just because he has a ring? You know, the guy's got a cannon and high completion percentage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he can throw, he can, he can throw the deep ball. Very well. Yeah. And he can throw intermediate too. Yeah. He can. And he's pretty smart under center. He can get you in and out of bad plays. I'd put him in the elite category. Um, for me, it's more, it's like Brady, Rogers, um, Roethlisberger, because Roethlisberger right now, I, I think in Pittsburgh has probably the most explosive offense. And when you've no got. Doubt. You've got Roethlisberger, you've got um, Le'Veon Bell, and you've got Antonio Brown. That's that that's really really good stuff. Yeah, and they do a lot of really good things there. They do. That's the, those are the Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think like Matt Ryan, I consider him elite. Really? Yeah, I would. Huh? If he if he was on the open market, you wouldn't want him. Of course you would. But he's never going to be on the open market. It's almost like saying Ryan like Ryan Tannehill. Is he going to be on the open market? I do not put him as elite. I'm not saying he's going to be elite. No, I'm not saying he is elite. I'm just saying that. Will he be on the open market? He I could think be so. actually. Ex- yeah. <laughs> After the I way this so. year's going. Yeah. yeah, he could be. Look at Philip Rivers in San Diego. Team is bad. And he's not, and he's not going anywhere. Right. That's elite. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I-, I think that, but it's there's sort of a difference between franchise and elite. Like I think. Okay. Fair enough. I think Stafford is the textbook definition of a franchise quarterback because you don't want to get rid of him. Right. He's good enough so that you would never want to get rid of him. But can he get you way over the hump? It just by, by himself. himself? Probably not. No, he's Andrew not. Andrew Luck. Shown, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. And that's the thing about Andrew Luck right now. Would you call him elite? No. See, I would. He's, really? He's just, he's not, he's, he's not surrounded uh, by much. This is semantics, and you're right about that. Yeah. This is semantics, but I would call him an elite talent, but I don't know that he's an elite quarterback right that now. That is very, that's semantics. It is semantics. I like it, though. It's my I'll Ivy buy League. I'll buy it. It's my it's Ivy League education. Since my phone rang, I'll buy that. Okay. I won't yeah, argue there's that. There's your okay. fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we get back um, to the, the lines a little bit. I mean, you, you mentioned that they can run the football. I, mean, oh, yeah. I think Theoretic is a good option, not just running the football, but when they pass it to them, they can, they can do that and they do it really well. I mean, if you're an, a defensive end or an outside backer or safety or anybody that's got to worry about him in pass coverage, I mean, this is not an easy day for you. No. Yeah, um, it's, it's another thing. Um, covering him is one. Getting him on the ground after he, he catches it is another. Um, so you're going to have problems. Um, Greg Williams can control that by how he calls the game and yeah. not leaving anybody exposed. But running the football, traditional run plays, depending on who plays for the Rams, right. it's going to be a problem. Yes. Because if I'm Detroit, I'm going to follow the same blueprint that Buffalo just showed me. And you just should. Right. And you should. You it wasn't anything should. tricky. They just no, ran the ball on you. They did. Yeah. And they, you know, they got their big uglies and they just ran the football. Right. And that's what they do. I mean, that's a Rex Ryan team, right? You run the football really well. And then you play multiple defense and you try to confuse the guy that's uh, mm-hmm. across from you. And they were able to do that and they were able to do that effectively. Tyrod Taylor was a part of the, the run game, but not a huge part. He was no. just handing off. Yeah. It's traditional and you couldn't stop it. Right, exactly. I, I think I would believe that I could do that to the Rams if yeah. I'm the Lions. Yeah. So the, the Rams are going to have to prove that you can. And you know what's also interesting about the Lions run game? Because they've been without Amir Abdullah. He's been hurt. Mm-hmm. And he's a guy that I, I think has some really good talent for running back. But... They've been using 
uh, Golden Tate in the backfield too. Like last week against Philadelphia, I was watching that game and they had this pistol look. They had the, the, the full back in there too. I don't know. But they were kept pitching it to Golden Tate. They ran the same play almost two, three, maybe even four uh-huh. times. And one time they did, they sort of ran it and it sort of was a fake. And then they kind of came back around and threw it to Reddick. And so they can do a lot of different things yeah. out of this Ooh. weird pistol formation that they've fun? got. Yeah. Hmm. Let me say. How, okay. how do I say this? Okay, I don't know. Now you're making me nervous. Tavon or Golden Tate? Right now? S- since you can move them around and they can basically do the same thing. Well, I think Tavon Austin's probably a little bit faster. I, I, I can tell you he's way faster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. But route running. Well, route running. Golden right? Tate might have the edge in route running. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but they, they're pretty much the same type guy. I mean, they it's, kind it's, of are. Yeah. It's a receiver you can line up in the backfield and. He can run the football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah, yeah. lose him at all right. on rundown. So um, they're both hard to stop, man. But in the passing game, this guy is letter perfect running routes. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he, he's a really good receiver, too. I, there was one play that they had. It was a third and four. It was a got to have. And Matt Stafford threw, like kind of threw it off his back foot. But he had really nice touch, floated it to Golden Tate. Tate makes the catch, and they get in position for the game-winning field goal. That's the kind of thing I think you're talking about with right. Tate. He just he knows where to be and he knows how to catch the ball and get going on the run and get some good True. back too. But when the game's on the line, I'd rather punt to Golden State Tate than Tavon. Oh Austin. heck yeah! <laughs> heck I'd yeah. punt it to you. I think I can get you on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Versus this other guy over here. And well, and that's why teams don't punt to Tavon Austin. You <laughs> right. saw. I, you know what I almost said? I almost called you, them Baltimore. You see, saw ah, Buffalo. Ah, it's see, your fault. Thank you. Yeah, but you right. saw Buffalo. They, they didn't want to. Yeah, they didn't want to kick to Tavon no, Austin at all. No, I mean they all have strengths and weaknesses, but I mean they basically perform the same function yeah. on the offense. I yeah. mean, they're very multiple. You have to watch out for them at all times. Yeah, exactly. So do you remember um, that week 14 matchup that they had last year with uh, the Lions? When uh, Tremaine went nose-to-nose with Calvin Johnson yes. and locked him up? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, that's one part of it. Yeah. But we're also going to talk about my favorite person to talk about who you think is boring for whatever reason. Who? Aaron Donald. Oh, my God. <laughs> had, okay. You know why? He had, he, because he was the NFC Defensive Player of the Week when he had right. three sacks, also had six QB hits and three tackles. And for water's loss. wet. <laughs> <laughs> can we, I mean, and we, and can it never rains in Southern that? California. What else like, is new? Meals meal, like man, that what, is. Did you just go Spanish on me? I did. That was nice. Uh, <laughs> what else is new? He's a wrecking machine. I know he's a wrecking machine. I'm just saying that's that was that was really good. He's always good. <laughs> He's always good. That's what I'm saying. But you don't like you don't just get three sacks as a defensive tackle. Like that's really hard. I just wanted. You're I just telling me to, it's hard to get three sacks as a D tackle. I know it's. I I'm saying it because I know you know it's hard. I'm just saying that we can appreciate this for. What okay, it is. go ahead. I'll give you 30 seconds. Gush over Aaron Donald. I know. Oh, I already without did. saying the same thing twice. I already. I just did. Go ahead. I just, besides I, numbers. <laughs> Go ahead and gush over for 30 seconds and not say the same All thing. All right, this twice. is your this is your Aaron Donald 30 seconds 30 of seconds. gushing this week. Gushing. Uh, well, and don't repeat anything. This if this in this past week Aaron Donald had a half sack, um, but he also was able to get to the quarterback as I go through these defensive stats really quickly. Uh-huh. Oh no, I can't find him. I'm wasting my 30 seconds. Uh-huh. Ah, he had a half sack, but he also had two tackles for loss and a quarterback hit. Okay. So I think it just tells you how well Aaron Donald was playing on the inside. He was able to do things even though the Rams were, did not win that game. He really was a factor. Okay, that could be so generic. That could be any week. <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> 
<laughs> that whole thing could be any week, except for they lost. Right. <laughs> right. right. I know. Right. But I, I just think that you know he's that good that we need to acknowledge. Him. I'm with you. I mean, he's look, special. Yeah, he's he's the Todd Gurley of the Rams defense. Yes, that is. is your first concern is yes. how to keep 99 out of the backfield and off my quarterback. Right. And for the most part, unlike Todd Gurley, you can't take him away. Right. Exactly. There is no eight man box to mm-hmm. take Aaron Donald away. There is not. Yeah. But the Todd Gurley of the Rams offense, who's named Todd Gurley. Uh, was able to have 16 carries, 140 yards, two touchdowns. That was, I believe that's his last 100-yard game last year. Okay, well, it's about time for another one. It was, it yeah. is, absolutely. It's, it's going to happen at some point. I mean, look, all these defenses, eight-man boxes, you have to give them a whole lot of credit because they're making plays against him. Right. Um, this is the National Football League. Everybody gets banged up and beat up, and the season gets long. At some point, those same carries that are, I call them the road to nowhere, right? <laughs> Three, four yards in a cloud of dust. At some Point, those things are going to turn into 6, 8, 15, 40, 60 touchdowns. And they were starting to turn into 6 to 8 to 10 yes. you know, in this in this last game against He's Buffalo. going to break tackles. They're going to catch a shorthanded defense. Um, they're going to play a lot better than we've seen, and he's going to get off. It's, well, it's inevitable. The other thing I liked uh, about this particular game that they the Rams just had was that they were able to utilize him in the passing game, and I thought they did a decent job of yeah. that. Um, especially there was that first down, excuse me, it was third down, then they got a first down, it was third and two. It was, I think, the first set of downs of the entire game. And they went out to him on a, it was like a five, six yard out. Mm-hmm. He makes the catch, he makes the guy miss, boom, you're 24 yards down the field and you're almost in scoring position. Those are the kinds of things I think we're going to see a little bit more from Todd Gurley, especially if they keep loading the boxes they have. Well, that's the best way to protect yourself. I mean, look, it only helps a running back if you can catch. Right. Um, because... If all you can do is take carries, then we can load the box and take you away. Yeah. You're seeing it. But if you can help yourself by being a receiver out of the backfield, it stretches the defense for you. So um, I think right now, like in Detroit and in Buffalo, uh, they're talking about 30 out of the backfield. Mm -hmm. He can catch. He's a problem. We're going to have to work on that in practice. So those things will start to happen. More passing yards, more receiving yards for Todd Gurley. Plus, that's going to help him in the run game. It's 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 here or there yeah. in football. It happens. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So now uh, is your favorite part of the show. What's my favorite are? part of the show? When we take Twitter questions. Oh, okay. <laughs> <sighs> okay. All right. It's it's fine. Why do you why do you not like Twitter I, so much? Because I, when I take questions, I like to actually see the person in front of me. But that's well, okay. You'll be the guy. Yeah. So I'll just project like them all on you. you're taking them from me. Okay. And these are decent questions. Okay. Uh, except for one that I'm going to kind of rant Except about for one. End. I like these. These are decent except for one. Well, okay, because ahead. it's not. I, I, there was a reason. It's always a pass unless they run it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> so first one comes from my guy, Skylar Carlin, who's been a, he's like an OG follower. Okay. He put his name on it. Yes, he did. Yeah. Okay. Which is good. So he says, what was the reasoning behind cutting Sensabas so early in the season? Um, you know, I don't know where you put Sensaba. Right. Um, corner, I think, was going to be an adventure for him. Um, when corners lose a step. It's very obvious, sure. and I think he might be in that situation where he is going to rotate to safety. Yeah, that might be a better spot mm. for him. But who's, which place are you going to take in this defense at safety? Right. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think there's a spot for him right now. So mm-hmm. I think it was the right move. Yeah, and, and obviously they had to bring up Morgan Fox for mm-hmm. that game when you don't have anybody on the defensive line when you're missing three guys. That's a lot of guys that you're missing, and so. That, I think, but what you just said is, is kind of part of it. You yeah. Know, you had Troy Hill, who was performing well. Troy Hill, again, is in line to start this week without Tremaine Johnson, mm-hmm. um, with him being sidelined. And so, yeah, now you've just got a situation where, okay, where does Sensaba 
all go. Right. And I think, you know. I'd love to have that experience on the field. Sure. But just not at corner. Yeah. There's no room for him here at that position. Yeah. And so now he's actually just gone to the New York Giants. You'll see him again. Yeah. You will see him again in London. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So Janoris and Sensabar are together. Wow. Yeah. That is very interesting. I know which one I'm throwing at. Well. All right. Here's another one from Ram Squatch. Ram Squatch? Like Sasquatch? I guess. Okay, all right. It, well, it's Rams and then Quatch. I got so you. Ram it's Squatch. pretty, pretty creative. Yeah, it's yeah. at first down Rams. Okay. So that, that's your handle. Like I don't Sasquatch, know but Rams. Okay, yes, go ahead. Okay. So it says, do you think our offensive players can produce more playing in a hurry-up offense? This is interesting. Uh, you know, a lot of people think that, that if it's not working, or they see the success of a two-minute offense and right. think everyone should do it. Yes. There's a reason why two-minute offenses work, and you can move the football. It's mm-hmm. one, you're down, they're up, yes. and the covers they're playing is giving up everything in front. Yes. So it looks like it's, it's functional. But um, Chip Kelly's offense in San Francisco, it used to be, it's very simplistic. It's not that hard. Right. The tempo is what got you. Exactly. Um, so I could see the offense or any offense that's kind of struggling speeding up the tempo sure. to help. Yeah, make fatigue a factor. So I could see that happening. Well, see, I, I think it's good to have it as a change-up. I don't mm-hmm. think it's necessarily your fastball, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't want to necessarily just go out there and always be fast, 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 because that kind of puts some strain on your defense. If Where's you look you at yeah. yeah, if you look at what Philadelphia has been able to do this year um, with Doug Peterson now, in, as opposed to Chip Kelly, they're not playing. They're, I think I saw a stat that said, like, Fletcher Cox has basically played one, the equivalent of one less game of snaps through the first quarter of the season oh, because good. they are playing so you're much less defensively. More. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Because you're not going as fast. So, again, I think it's a good change-up sometimes, but I don't know if you really want to base your offense around that, especially because this is still a pretty young group yeah, for yeah. the Rams offensively. So the more, the more you're trying to speed things up, sometimes I think that might take away from what you're really trying to get your bread and butter. To and do, you're you know? putting more and more on your quarterback to yeah. do that, right? Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's what I don't want at this yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. All right, so this is the one that I, I sort of want to go off on a little bit. And, it, it, and we're not going to answer this because this guess is what? Not the, this is the not smart question? Yeah, okay. it, yeah. It says, and somebody asked me, and I won't name your name because you can. Please uh, name the name. No, because let me well, see the name. First of all, it's, it's point to it. Which one is it? it this is not okay. a name. Okay. It's just it's just a couple of numbers, and then it says L.A. Rams. So if you want to go through my mentions, I can say six two six, right? I guess you just. That's did. an area code. I, where is that? Uh, I assume Alhambra, I think. Where is that? I, I'm not a Humber. I'm not sure where it is, but 626 is an area code. Well, I, I figured that. Okay. But, okay. And it says, <laughs> are the Rams defense a good starting fantasy bet this weekend or shall I look somewhere else? First of all, I don't care about your Why fantasy Why does this bother team. you so much? I don't. Uh, first of all, I, DeMarco knows this. I'm not a big fantasy football fan. Like, that's one thing. And he was with me on we, Sunday when something happened. We almost had I, to restrain you. Well, okay, <laughs> because we're watching, a, we're watching a game and a player goes Martellus down. Martellus Bennett. Yeah, Martellus Bennett goes mm. down. And then some jerk who was standing behind now me. Now, that's pretty strong. It, it, no, He I, was having a great time at a tailgate. Yeah, I, 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 he's a jerk. Because the first thing that comes out of his mouth is... What if is, he was a pastor at a church? I don't care what he was. <laughs> then if this is, if this is Christian... Then this is not okay. Okay, go ahead. Because he goes, Oh no, Martellus Bennett went down. I started him in fantasy this week. 
what kind of person are you? That is a human being. Yes, You it know, is. and it it's is. a person with a career and it's a person with a family. And if you're just gonna start saying, oh man, what's my fantasy team? What am I gonna do? Nah. Like, I don't, I don't care about you. I don't wanna hear it. Don't come at me with it. Don't ask me fantasy questions. I'm really bad at fantasy anyway, so I don't wanna hear it. Don't tell me about your fantasy team. You just scared me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a little unnerved right now, brother. Wow, I get you. That's the first big rant I think I've really had. That's on this good, podcast. but but fantasy is you know paying the bills. I understand that it's. I understand that it's. And it's business. his right. He can I, say whatever he, oh. whatever the hell he wants. I get you. It is. It does bother you because yeah. the guys are human. They are human. And he's in pain, and it's right. more than just fantasy That's at not that moment. Cool. But and I'm sure he had a great. But afternoon. calling the guy a jerk because of how he feels about his fantasy team that might be a bit strong no it's not how he feels about his fantasy team it's it's how he feels about the player being injured because of his fantasy team i got you i'm right there with you i agree with you i agree with you yeah we're just we have to get you to the point where that stuff doesn't bother you i guess so yeah we have to get me to the point where a lot of things don't bother just me. let it go let it go i'm i'm calm okay you, that's calm <laughs> okay all right <laughs> Hate to see you mad then. Yeah. Yeah. No. All right. So, you know, next week we are going to go to London. Yes. Um, are you excited? Yeah. Um, the international series is fun. Yeah. Um, it's great to travel across the pond and, and see other fan bases, uh, other fans. The one thing that you're guaranteed to see, no matter who's playing, you're going to see all 32 jerseys. Yeah. No matter who's playing. <laughs> and true. I like that. They're just fans of football, so how can you not love to be there? Well, you spent some time over there in Europe. Probably people don't really know this. Yeah, in Germany, though. Yeah. Not in London. I, I, know, yeah, in I, I know it wasn't in London. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the same. They're all the they, they're, they're infatuated and uh, just so interested in American football. Right, I yeah. mean, they want to know more. They want to understand why. Yeah. Why you do things. Well, like um, having to explain to someone who's not really, who wasn't brought up in football. Right. You know, why they get together between each play. Yeah. That stuff is fun to me. That's so funny. That's called the huddle. This is how they get plays, yeah. you know, in and out and that stuff. That stuff is fun. So, you know, teaching the game to new people um, and, and spreading the game is, it's always a good, can't be a bad thing for the yeah. NFL. No, yeah. I, I want to ask, like, what were you, you know, I know the answer, but for the, the people who don't, like, what were you doing in Germany? Oh, why were you over there? I was in Berlin for two seasons coaching the Berlin Thunder, NFL yeah. Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Two, uh, back-to-back World Bowls. There we go. Yeah, one one lost the other. Yeah, Jim Tom Sula exactly was the D, was the uh, the off defensive coordinator and the D line coach yes. for two seasons. Yeah, two seasons. Great former, time over there. Former head coach of the San Francisco yes. 49ers. Jim if Tom it was Sula. still open, I'd still be there. Really? If NFL Europe was still active, I'd still be there. Why? It was it was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, you're taking guys, and they don't send their best players. Sure. Um, they're all flawed. Um, if it takes. Like, if you have four tools that makes you a good football player, mm -hmm. these guys may have one, but that one is outstanding. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, that one is outstanding. Okay. Like, really, really fast guys yeah. that can't make anybody miss or catch. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they're blindingly fast. So that sort so of stuff. So they should be running track. Right. Um, <laughs> we won the World Bowl with a quarterback named Rohan Davey. Okay. Yeah, right? And over in Europe, the way the defense is set up, uh, they don't want to get quarterbacks hit. Right, 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 right. So right. you can't really blitz. You can only bring six. So you can't. Greg, Greg Williams would have a problem right over there. <laughs> no one's coming free to the quarterback, and we had a quarterback that could throw it 80 yards Ooh, standing still. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to lose a game. Mm -mm. <laughs> we're not going to nope. lose a game. Right. Well, that's <laughs> it fun. was fun, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, have you ever been to London, though? 
Oh yeah, we're uh, with the Rams a couple of years, couple. Oh, that's right. Ago. Of yeah. course, duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where Tom Brady showed up on Thursday yeah. and proceeded to beat your head in. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was cool. Uh, Gronkowski, um, just in all the the build up, the rallies and whatnot, mm-hmm. and you know, I guess the fans over there don't know Gronk will do whatever you tell him. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, no. um, he's they asked him to come on stage and say a few words, so they gave him a mic. Oh boy. Yeah, the host didn't keep the mic. They gave Gronk the mic. Mm. So, of course, the crowd says, spike it. So, oh, no. Gronk says, okay, and spikes the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Hilarious. Yeah, it was fun. Um, it was great. Just the entire experience was fun until game time. Well, after the Rams scored the first touchdown. It right. was just all downhill yeah, from there. It, was it wasn't good. There, was yeah, it? but it was fun. <laughs> Wembley was outstanding. The fans are great. We're going to Twickenham this time. Yeah, I'm so excited. I, I don't really. I'm assuming people are telling ch- me yeah. things about like where things are in London. And I, I went to London when I was like 10 or 11. Did you really? Yes. Okay. Uh, it was this program, I think it was called People to People. And yeah. like we went, um, it must have been like 2002. So I guess I just dated myself. But the, we went over there and we um, were there for like two weeks and we went to we went to Ireland, we went to Wales, we were in Scotland, nice. and we were in London. So like we did all the cool stuff in yeah. there. Like I did London Eye. All trains, right? did Tower of London. No, we took buses and buses. stuff. Buses, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Um, and like I don't remember that that much of it, but I remember... I remember that it was a cool experience. So, so I assume you're excited to go this absolutely. time. Absolutely. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the thing I'm not excited for is the flight. It's not so bad. Oh, everybody says that. It's not so bad. What you, makes it not so bad? Well, it's not like you're doing all the work. The plane is. All you're doing is sitting there. You can handle it. It's I not guess. so bad. And what are you Are you 6 feet? Yeah. Oh, okay. 6 even. Well, I mean, you can fit in an airplane seat, Okay, yeah, right? that can, yeah. Okay, so you're good. It's not that bad. <laughs> okay. Yeah, imagine being Greg Robinson. No, that's probably Stuck true. in a coach seat. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not so fun. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All the right. peanuts in the world's not going <laughs> to remedy that. That's not going to work. Yeah. Well, you know, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting trip because we're going to be spending a week over there yeah. and, you know, I think it one of the good things about this is that the Rams are going from the East Coast. So True. you're going from not you're not going to be eight hours of time difference in one day. True. Right. It's only about five. True. Which is still bad. Yeah. But it's not going to be probably as bad as it would be. But this is two early games now in a row that you're going to have to face. The, this one is uh, on just Sunday at Detroit. It's going to be 10 a.m. L.A. time. Right. And then this one in London, that's going to be 6.30 a.m. L.A. time. It's not like you're flying, like, you know, Joe Bag of Donuts airline. You're well, on no, Virgin. No, you're not. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you're true. going I'm, to be pampered when I'm you get looking there. And there's going to be part. plenty of time to acclimate to yeah. the time and the weather to get ready for Sunday. So, look, uh, the, the whole travel thing is an issue, I think, is is out the window. Right. They've been doing this to London thing for a while. Exactly. And the Rams have done it. This will be their second time mm-hmm. in the Jeff Fisher era. So, yeah, flying over there is not going to be a problem. Yeah. yeah. So well, let's let's hope that at it's least for not. the team. It might be for you. <laughs> it might be for Miles. You know what would make it even better though? A win on Sunday. That that, that would probably make, make that flight easy. go yeah. much much. Always quicker. make things better. All like right. when your phone rings on a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if we'd won, it'd be okay. But when we know, lose, it's bad. Exactly. Right. Now you're going to get fined. Oh my god. god. <laughs> wow. Well, let's wrap this up. Defar, yeah. thank you very much for Always. joining me. Appreciate Always. it, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. And thanks for tuning in to you guys for Between the Horns. Thank you to Josh, my producer today. Appreciate it, he Josh. He didn't do anything. Yeah, but he's looking he just there. He sat there. 
I'm he's going to edit this thing and he's going to put it on the web and then he's going to send it to me so we can put it up. He's That's looking at rude. Me funny now. Yeah, he should look at you funny. <laughs> Definitely look at him funny, Josh. You're messing up my goodbye. My bad. Go ahead. Anyway, thank you. Thank you again, Josh. He doesn't I know appreciate what he's it. About. Yeah, no. Well, be sure to subscribe to Between the Horns on <laughs> iTunes or SoundCloud. And if you like what you hear, do let us know with a good review. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening and watching wherever you may be in football. We will see you when we get back from across the pond. Let's talk fantasy. <laughs> Remember-